0: This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday the 30th of March. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Emily Ferrier. Russia claims a de-escalation is coming.
1: I don't read anything into it until I see what their actions are. We'll see if they follow through on what they're suggesting. And more deadly attacks in Israel. We saw a gunman, a terrorist, starting shooting
0: innocent people. Times of London Daily World Briefing. After the first day of talks in Istanbul to end the war in Ukraine, Russia has claimed it will de-escalate military actions near two Ukrainian cities, the capital Kyiv and Chernihiv. Moscow says the move is to boost mutual trust, but Ukraine's military believes the enemy is rotating individual units. US officials report a small number of Russian troops are indeed moving from the specified areas, but they remain sceptical of Russia's motives, as does the Ukrainian president Volodymyr Zelensky. Yes, we can call the signals we hear from the negotiating platform positive, but these signals do not drown out the blows of Russian shells. Of course, we see all the risks. Of course, we see no reason to trust the words of certain representatives of a state that continues to fight for our destruction. Ukrainians are not naive people. Ukrainians have already learned, both during these 34 days of invasion and over the past eight years of the war in Donbas, that only a concrete result can be trusted the facts if they change on our Earth. The US president says it remains to be seen as to whether Russia will follow through with the promises made during the peace talks. Meanwhile, the Pentagon spokesman John Kirby told reporters we must be wary of Russian tactics. Has there been some movement by some Russian units away from Kiev uh, in the last day or so? Yeah, we think so, small numbers. But we believe that this is a repositioning, not a real withdrawal. A number of world leaders say they will continue with sanctions on Russia, at least for the time being. Yulia Mandel, former spokesperson for President Zelensky, told Times Radio there's only one reason for the Russians to scale back. Russia is
1: losing every day. Of course, there is a lot of harm done to Ukraine and there are a lot of occupied lands, but we believe this is not the end and we are
0: trying to push Russia in every direction. Despite the promises, overnight shelling has been reported from the surrounding areas of Ukraine's capital, although as it stands at the time of recording, Kiev itself has not been touched. The city's deputy mayor said the night passed relatively calmly, but the sounds of sirens and gunfire from battles around the city could still be heard. It's unclear if explosions heard on Wednesday morning were from Russian or Ukrainian troops.
1: Israel has seen a series of deadly attacks in the last week, seeing at least 11 people killed. Residents have been left shaken by the most recent, when at least five people were fatally shot on Tuesday by a suspected Arab gunman in a suburb of Tel Aviv. He was then killed by authorities. The attack took place in the Orthodox Jewish area Bene Brak. Just two days ago, two Israeli border police officers were shot in Hedera, and prior to that, on the 22nd of March, four were killed in a knife attack in the southern city of Beersheba. This man was at the scene of the most recent incident and says the run of attacks have shaken the community.
0: How are we ever going to end this problem? How will we leave our homes every day in a different place every day? I live here. this is my home
1: Ahad Zemet is the spokesperson for the Embassy of Israel in London and described the scenes as horrifying. He then told Times Radio about the ideology driving the killings so tonight's attack it was it's not clarified yet the there were two attacks before it was uh uh, according to the police, by uh, people affiliated affiliated with ISIS. By you know, What we see in front of us is people driven by incitement on social media, by this radical ideology. On the way, Biden signs a historic legislation into law and a change of plans for the Foo Fighters.
0: Times of London Daily World Briefing. Australia's east coast has been pummeled by heavy rains, causing tens of thousands to flee their homes for the second time in weeks. Roads and bridges were submerged and floodwaters have burst riverbanks and broke over levees. In the New South Wales city of Lismore, no official warning was issued as the levee was breached due to sirens malfunctioning. Over 24 hours, relentless rains breached the levee height of 10.65 metres. Resident of Lismore, Dominic Pazuti, watched on as the water flowed into the city. It's just, it's just heartbreaking seeing the water come up again and the amount of people that are going to lose everything again. Meanwhile, downpours in the coastal town of Byron Bay sent the business district underwater, flooding the main streets and damaging shops. The Lenina climate pattern, which occurs when strong winds blow warm water at the ocean's surface from South America to Indonesia, have dominated summer for Australia's east coast. Sydney has recorded its wettest march on record, with over 21 inches of rain.
1: To the US now, where on Tuesday, President Joe Biden signed a historic legislation into law, making lynching a hate crime. It's the first federal law of this nature and addresses a history of racist killings in the United States. Biden, whose support from black voters helped to promote him to the presidency, said this law is much more than simply addressing the crimes of the past. From the bullets in the back of Ahmaud Arbery to countless other acts of violence, countless victims known and unknown, The same racial hatred that drove the mob to hang a noose brought that mob carrying torches out of the fields of Charlottesville just a few years ago. Racial hate isn't an old problem. It's a persistent problem. The bill is being called the Emmett Till Law, named after a 14-year-old black boy who was brutally killed in 1955 in Mississippi. At the time, an all-white jury dismissed the charges against two white men who later confessed, drawing national attention to the atrocities faced by African Americans. Michelle Duster, the great-granddaughter of journalist and civil rights leader Ida B. Wells, was there and spoke about the historic moment.
0: We finally stand here today, generations later, to witness this historic moment of President Biden. Signing the Emmett Till anti-lynching bill into law.
1: The FBI said back in August that the number of hate crimes in the United States has risen in 2020 to the highest level it's seen in over a decade.
0: The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport.
1: With more news from the qualifying round of the World Cup,
0: here's John Jackson. Ahead of Friday's World Cup draw in Qatar, 27 of the 32 teams who will take part are now decided. Two of the three European playoff finals took place on Tuesday, with Portugal beating North Macedonia 2-0 and Poland defeating Sweden by the same score. Wales will host either Scotland or Ukraine in the third European playoff final in June. Cameroon, Ghana, Senegal, Tunisia and Morocco are the five teams who've qualified from Africa. Meanwhile, the United States and Mexico can both qualify on Wednesday evening when they take on Costa Rica and El Salvador, respectively. The final two places at Qatar 2022 will be decided in June via international playoffs. The Times Daily World Briefing Entertainment.
1: They had just gotten back on the road, but now the world's biggest rock band, the Foo Fighters, have cancelled the remainder of their tour after the death of drummer Taylor Hawkins. Posting a statement on their social media, they described the loss of their brother as staggering. Hawkins died in a hotel room in Columbia on Saturday, whilst the band were in the country's capital to headline a rescheduled music festival. An initial toxology report found 10 different substances in his body at the time of death, including opioids and antidepressants. But the cause of death is still unknown. The Foo Fighters were due to play sold-out stadium shows across the world this summer, including in the UK, US, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. They have asked fans to use this time instead to grieve, to heal, to pull our loved ones close, and to appreciate all the music and memories we've made together.
0: It was one of the most memorable Zoom calls of the pandemic after a virtual meeting of a tiny council in an English village spiralled into chaos. To disrupt this meeting, I will have to remove you from it. You can't. It's only the chairman who can remove people from a meeting. You
1: have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. No authority at all. She's just kicked him out. She's kicked him out. The call created a celebrity out of Jackie Weaver who trended on social media in February of 2021 after she ejected the Handforth Parish Council chairman for challenging her authority, a move that sparked rouse, and further shouting.
0: Six reports have since been published investigating the behaviour of councillors, one of which concluded that Weaver was, after all, not acting in an official capacity at the meetings.
1: Earlier this month, it was revealed that the investigation cost more than £85,000.
0: And that's your Times Daily World briefing for Wednesday, the 30th of March. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.